It's a remarkable story. A woman whose daughter is tormented by a demon. We don't know what the specific ailment was, but whatever it was, it must have been something pretty severe that it prompted this mother to seek out this wandering holy man. So she pleads with him to do something for her daughter. Does Jesus just then immediately go do something for his daughter? Jesus' response, utter silence. But this does not stop her. She must have been making a ruckus. For now, Jesus' disciples step in and say, send her away. She keeps calling out after us. Now this time, Jesus does reply with a response that is more devastating than his silence. I was sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Now it's not just indifference on Jesus' part, but rejection. Not for what she's done, but for who she is. She is a Canaanite. And so that means she's a Gentile. She's not part of the house of Israel. She's not one of the chosen people. Is that the point where she leaves? Nope. She prostrates herself before him and with touching simplicity says, Lord, help me. She beseeches God from the bottom of her heart despite the obstacles. Then comes the crushing response. From being met with silence to an indirect rebuke, now to an outright insult. It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. Now, some of you here might be dog lovers, but I'm guessing nobody wants to be called a dog. But guess what? She's not even put off by this. She responds to what Jesus says with a snappy rejoinder. Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Literary history is full of snappy rejoinders. Winston Churchill was considered a master of them. One time he was sitting at table with a woman who found him very difficult. She said to him, Sir, if you were my husband, I'd put poison in your tea. He responded, Madame, if you were my wife, I would drink that tea. <laughs> now the Canaanite woman's response is not just clever, it's also humble. She is accepting whatever God will offer, the scraps from the table. Now, one way of interpreting what has been going on so far is to see this as a testimony of how far a mother will go to take if her child's welfare is at stake. And that is certainly true. Women, mothers that I know, they'll do anything for their kids. And, but I think there's something more here. Jesus says to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. We have witnessed a woman of great faith, 
a faith that persists in spite of whatever obstacles are put in the way. She keeps believing in Jesus no matter what. Do you recall last week's gospel? Peter walking on the water, only it didn't work so well. And then Jesus' response, what did Jesus say about Peter? Oh, you of little faith. Now, you got there a future pope, right? And Jesus says, you of little faith, this Canaanite woman, you are of great faith. Now, what about Jesus in the midst of all this? This, this? this kind of behavior of Jesus, what do we got to say about that? I think it's good to notice the context of this reading. This is the Gospel of Matthew. And from what the scholars tell us, Matthew's Gospel was written to primarily a Jewish Christian audience. So some Jews who started following Jesus, but it was starting to become Gentile. There was starting to be people from outside that were joining. Sometimes when you have that happening, that's not always something welcomed by everybody. We, as people, we can be kind of clicky, can't, don't you? Have you noticed? We, we tend to like to hang out people that we know and we're familiar with, and it's a little harder when these strangers start showing up. And I wonder if this story was a way of showing the people of Matthew's community that Jesus himself was able to go through this. You know, I was sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel to now this openness to this Canaanite woman to then at the end of the gospel. How does it end in chapter 28? Jesus says, Go to all the nations. Make disciples of all the nations. Teach them what I have taught you. Right? So it's this wonderful way in which in Jesus, it's Jesus' message is not for just one people of one language or one culture. It's for everybody. Our first reading this morning was from Isaiah. And Isaiah spoke, My house shall be a house of prayer for all peoples. That's what we see being fulfilled in the gospel today. Uh, our gathering, when we come to worship the Lord, it's to be for all people. We're not even given the name of this woman, but I would suggest to you that you consider her as a patron saint, as somebody who we can turn to when we may be struggling in our own faith that we may feel like there's a lot of obstacles that are put in our way. She is the one who is a patron saint for a persistent, enduring faith that keeps going no matter what the obstacle.